Yeah, let's get some buffalo wings. Man, no, I'm straight. I actually just ate. I'm good. You sure? Yeah, I don't really need nothing. I was going to get some buffalo wings and some potato skins, you know? Nah, I don't really need that. All right. Cool. I'm still getting them. Here's your check, guys. So you want to split it? What? Oh, my God. 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 When I say I don't want to eat the appetizers, that also means I don't want to pay for the appetizers. I do not want to pay to watch you gobble the wings up. I don't want to pay to watch you eat up the sliders. I have zero interest in eating right now. I came for a drink. You came, obviously, to split a bill. And in my Stephen A. Smith voice, this is egregious. This is outrageous. This is absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. It ain't your birthday. We are not dating. And I for damn sure don't owe you no money. I am more likely to pay this whole bill just so I can hold you accountable for the next time we go out. Which I can't see in the foreseeable future. Because if you don't pick up your share of this tab, I don't know if they're going to be able to find your body. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. I I'm just playing. Just kidding. Just, let's just relax. This has just been a rant. Welcome to the high track. This is yours truly, Carl Shante of the Grammy Award winning We Dope Music Production Group. This is the high track. Here we talk the music, the business, the industry. And we're going a little sport because it's fun. And now we pause for one moment of station identification. You're listening to Blackstock Radio, the only place you can listen to Beyonce, Drake, DJ Steel, Chad Carr, and Todrick Hall all in the same place. Follow us on Instagram at WeAreBlackstock. And also tweet us at TweetBlackstock. Don't forget to subscribe on SoundCloud and tune in and the podcast app y'all ready for the big three oh, yeah. today we got jay-z's baby <laughs> pandora and some interesting information about dj producers let's get started but of course we're going to start with jay-z's baby and by his baby, I actually mean Tidal. We are not talking blue here. That's not what we do. Uh, but Tidal had some interesting posts on their financials recently. Yep. You guessed it. They ain't making no money. Uh, these fools have posted $28 million in net loss last year. That's double from the year before, according to Billboard. Now, if you're one of the people out there that believe you are the premier supporters of musicians and their product and owning said product, uh, it's not showing very much. Now, they are completely still lagging behind Apple and Spotify. They got like up to 4.2 million users now. Exclusive albums with Kanye, Beyonce, and Rihanna thinking that you, you'd think that was, you know, save it, but they still owe hundreds of thousand dollars to record companies not to mention what number of ceos they are on at this point but if we're going to have streaming media be our primary source of distribution we need to basically have all of these streaming medias basically running and running well because if we let spotify run away with it it's gonna be like uber all over again they're going to run the world with the largest market cap and they are going public next year that's true they are going public um who knows if they're going to hold out their revenues to be able to do so but right now 
title is sort of a failing company. And um, I would prefer to them to be successful even if they don't make it to Apple's plight. I mean, just really think about it. Jay-Z did all that cheating and skip around with these chicks. And your wife's hate album could not even save your company. Come on now. But I still got faith in them. I believe that all of his infidelities will hold true and create much more reasons for Beyonce to be pissed off and make good albums. So moving on. Don't forget to stay tuned to the end of the podcast so you can hear what I'm working on and We Dope and the song and meme of the week. So it's actually easy to segue to our next topic of Pandora. Another streaming service that everyone is pretty much familiar with that is not on demand is more of a uh, program station, you know, library. And the reason why they're in the news because they're unveiling their new premium service. And what does premium mean? Premium means damn, they selling something. And normally with a streaming service, premium doesn't mean they're selling music. They're probably selling advertising or the lack of advertising, which means that it's more availability for the brands to own music. But yes, so the Pandora is going to be offering a premium option where people get to select more. It's basically going the same way of Spotify with the immediate aim at Apple Music obviously because they're a closer competitor with only 17 million users not comparable to the double amount of premium users on spotify so um they're offering two options they're going to do the ten dollar option which is everyone used to but apparently they're going to go to some smaller options that are basically half the price that has a limited amount of offline content that you can download and um apparently maybe this will generate more revenue for the artists and songwriters and producers even though that all of the streaming services are blaming the labels as the evil tyrant asking for more and more money and more and more money uh which i'm not really opposed to believing i actually believe that's true and it's mainly because spotify is trying to combat this with a smaller premium service themselves, it's has not been fully affirmed or confirmed. But Spotify may be offering a smaller option that's not at ten dollars because they are having a hard time converting non-subscribers to a premium account. So they're going to start maybe offering genre, uh, genre-specific playlists. So if you only like hip hop and you just want to listen to hip hop premiumly, they might offer it to you for $3.99, $4.99, you know, and be like, hey, you can listen to this however you want. But all this other stuff, you got to basically not have an on-demand right to it. And you're just going to listen to whatever we put on it, okay? And you be like, for sure. Yo, you heard that Cold Water song with Justin Bieber? Technically, it's Major Lazer. Oh, oh. I mean, well, you heard that other Bieber song with DJ Snake. That's actually DJ Snake's song. What about that Halsey song? That's the Chainsmokers. Did you hear him? <laughs> okay. As as much as we know that DJs are the new producers, they also are the new artists and the new performing artists. They are not just hiding, obviously, behind DJ booths and recording studios. 
Oh, man. Um, this is a system that has basically had a permanent shift in the music industry at this point. I mean, I am looking at Calvin Harris being the first DJ to headline Coachella this year. And this dude commands two mil per show. What? Two mil for a DJ? Half the news half the music is he is somebody else's. Alright, let me let me come down. But uh I it's coming more apparent to me because I had to watch the VMAs and that chain smokers performance. And man, it's it wasn't the business. You can tell that some of these guys are not great performers or performers at all, and we are not caring anymore. I mean, their songs say them featuring somebody else. They own predominantly most of the publishing. They wrote the song. They did the production, and they are the performer, and they perform without the artist frequently. I mean, it's the perfect storm in the new music industry. You're going to start seeing a little bit more of that around here, actually. But let me know what y'all think at TweetBlackStar, at Carl Shantae. Let me know how you feel about DJs being the top of the music industry. And especially if you're an artist, I want to know exactly how you feel. About Stay tuned to the end of the podcast so you can hear what I'm working on and We Dope and the song and meme of the week. Oh, man. Serena lost, man. I'm late, cause, you know, because... My show come out in the middle of the week. But this was her time. Like I said last week, she lost. Uh, and actually, she's no longer number one anymore because she didn't make the final. Kerber has passed her up, losing to Pushkova. And Pushkova ended up losing to Kerber. So she's the U.S. Open Grand Slam champion. Yay! Boo. But now I want to get serious. Adam Jones of the... Baltimore Orioles has been making headlines recently um, and for a very good reason and a very honest reason. He was asked why professional athletes of Major League Baseball have yet to join in any protest along with the NFL players such as Colin Kaepernick and many others. And he basically replied by saying, well, it's a white man's game. And by the numbers it is. It actually is a white man's game. And since uh, Collins' uh, protests, I mean, there have been over 250 Major League Baseball games with zero interruption, zero protests on their behalf. And what's very interesting is the fact that it's 68% black in the NFL, 78% black in the NBA. They're about 8% of Major League Baseball. So basically, it's a very easy way to get benched in that sport because they don't miss you like they would miss you in the NFL or they would miss you in the NBA. But to be serious, as an African-American male, I was born in this country, and I can honestly say that America is a great country. Maybe not the best country and also not the most progressive. but I understand where he's coming from. 
as a student of private schools where it was predominantly white and single digit a lot of times in the numbers for the African-American community, even where I went to college and it was an alma mater of Coretta Scott King. It, it really made no difference. You still felt like it was hard to speak out. So to sent to stand to kneel, whatever. Um, the freedom is the speech itself to express itself. Um, and I believe wholeheartedly that they are not doing any of these things to disrespect anyone or anything, but it's also to bring awareness to the causes of injustice. And I'm fully in support of that because being a person that never could speak out, been profiled many a times of being on the wrong cat. I was arrested on a campus on my own school where one of the deans thought that me and my friend was trespassing and we were coming back from a uh, basketball game at the gym at the Y across the street. And, um, you know, she called the police and then the, even the guards tried to tell her like, no, it's not a big deal. And we were just looking at the gig board. We were looking at the boards for getting gigs. Why would we be there looking at gigs if we were trying to steal? A, I, that's neither here nor there. But um, she eventually resigned because not only was she accusing us of wrongdoing on top of her door to her office was a large print cover of the quarterly magazine for that school. And yours truly was right on the cover by himself. And she did not even recognize him. And guess what he was wearing on the cover? A hoodie. Let's lighten the mood. It's time for the new kid. And you know that's all I can play for you. You know what you knew what it was when you got here. <laughs> but that is Like I Do by Chad Carr featuring Danny London. Look it up on Project Amusia. Okay. Shout out to his little one year old Peyton who is now walking. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. And now for what I'm working on. And as usual, you know, I talk over the track, you know, because it ain't out yet, you know. But this is something that is going to be coming out. Uh, it's going to be just a little preview for you at this time, a little experience from my listening to views and stuff like that. But um, thanks for coming out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Hype Track. This is Carl Shantae of the We Dub Music Production Group. Go ahead and follow us at Carl Shantae at We Are Blastock on Instagram. Holla at us. Let me know what you think. Anything specific you want me to talk about. You know, just let me know. Peace and a bottle of head grease.